Praise the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Praise the Lord this Wednesday, um, Wednesday evening um, Bible study. Praise the Lord. I want to continue to study the Word of God, um, study on building up our faith, building a foundation of faith. We've been talking about that for the last couple of weeks. Um, and then, look, we're going to be probably dealing with this in one way or another, if it's, I believe it's God's will, just to continue to build us up in our faith so that we can go forward and be the more than conquerors that he made us to be and to do the things that he's calling us to do. Um, because there's things to do at this hour. There are so many things going on and um, God is moving. He's always moving. Jesus said, my father is always working and I too must be at work. And if God is working and Jesus is working, then we too have to be working. And one of the things we need to be working on is building up our faith. Uh, we have to stay strong in the faith. Amen. Um, okay. uh, because we are in spiritual warfare, spiritual battles, large and small. Praise God. Amen. Um, every day. And so we praise God that um, through the word of God, we have everything that we need to build the faith that we need to prevail. And so we thank God for that. Um, I want to deal this week, though, with something that, you know, we've been dealing with Mark chapter 11 the last couple of weeks, speaking to our mountains. And I want to talk real honestly tonight about um, what happens when, when our mountains don't move. Because there are so many times we speak to our mountains and they don't move. And um, some people have given up, God bless you, some people have given up speaking to their mountains uh, because their mountains haven't moved. And one of the things for sure is this. Um, if we're going to stop doing something, then that's a guarantee we're going to stop achieving something. Whatever it was, that thing that we were doing that we thought was going to help us to achieve it, if we stop doing it, then we're not, we're not going to achieve it. Um, and so we want to make sure that of all the things that we do, we don't stop. Amen. We have to keep walking by faith. Amen. And so we're in Mark chapter 11. Um, uh, let's pray. And then we'll read the scriptures that we have been using for the last couple of weeks. Uh, as our foundation. And then we're going to deal with something um, that I believe will be helpful to us as we continue to build up our faith. Let's pray first. Father, we bless your name. Yes, Glory Father. to God. We thank you for this day. We thank you for the Bible study. We thank you for your word. God, we ask now that the Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us into the truth of your word, yes, that you Father. will give us revelation, fresh revelation, O oh God that we can walk out in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, continue to build us up, make us strong in the faith, that we may walk with you in agreement with your holy word. And Father, we bless you right now for uh, what you're going to speak unto us tonight. Yes, Father, we, we receive it by faith and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, so let's look at Mark 11 again. Jesus cursed the fig tree. Peter saw it. He said, Master, the the fig tree which you curse has withered away and Jesus answered him and said have faith in God for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say to this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea 
and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. And when ye stand praying, forgive, if ye have aught against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. And then verse 26, but if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. Amen. Amen. So we've been dealing with this um, for a while, and we, we've read this many, many times. If you've been walking with God for any length of time, Mark 11 and the cursing of the fig tree in these verses um, are something that is familiar to us. Now, okay, so we're talking about speaking to the mountain. Speak to the mountain, be cast in the sea, right? And it sounds so simple. Mm -hmm. um, and yet, you know, I don't know of anyone who has not been walking with God and spoke to a mountain and said, get on up out of here, get cast into the sea, um, hasn't found that um, from time to time, that hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. Mountain hasn't moved. And so why is that? And I think we have to, we want to do two things tonight. One, have some honest assessment as to why is that so that we can perhaps make whatever adjustments we may need to make uh, or do some things that perhaps we haven't been doing to change that. Mm -hmm. And then second is, you know, is maybe some things that we need to do um, generally um, in the face of what might be some disappointment with the mountain not moving at least not moving as of yet. But so let's deal with let's deal with a couple of things. So I mean one of the things we have to deal with we you know again we start with the word of God. And when Peter talked about the fig tree uh withering away, Jesus answered and said have faith in God. And we said that everything that comes after this is built upon those four words, have faith in God. Right. And so it the foundation of everything that comes after this is faith. And so when we speak to a mountain and it doesn't move, you know, we sometimes, you know, look, remember we were talking about having eye exams and we have to examine ourselves. Mm -hmm. and, and there are times when we have to examine ourselves and come to the conclusion um, that the reason why the mountain didn't move is because of a lack of faith. That's why I say, well, why are you oh, so it's on me? Well, sometimes it is on you. Sometimes it is on me. There's such a thing as accountability. I mean, does anybody think that they do everything perfectly? Of course not. Do we do everything right all the time? Of course not. Uh, are you always strongly believing God at every point in time in your life? Of course not. Yeah. So there are going to be times when your faith is not going to be operating in that particular situation the way it should if that mountain is going to be removed. Right. We just have to come face to face with that and not take it as a personal affront as if someone is telling us you have no faith or you're not a person of faith. Mm -hmm. It's just in that situation at that given time, there could be a lack of faith. Just like at any given time, you could have a lack of strength. Yeah. At any given time, you can have a lack of wisdom because of so many factors right, that are going on. But it could be a lack of faith. And again, if it wasn't, if faith wasn't important, Jesus wouldn't have started by saying, have faith in God. Right. That was the first thing he said, have faith in God. Um, and so sometimes we have to look and say, well, 
was I really operating in faith? We have to ask ourselves that question. And as we ask that ourselves that question, we have to remember that the Bible teaches us that faith works by love. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, whether my faith is working, your faith is working at any given time is going to be dependent upon how our love walk is. Mm -hmm. Are we walking in love with one another? Um, and that's why this idea of forgiving people is such an important part of this whole process. Because if, 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 if we're sitting or standing in unforgiveness, then we're not walking in love. Mm -hmm. And if we're not walking in love, then our faith is going to be faulty because faith works by love. Right. So there are times then where lack of faith, we could be undermining our faith because of unforgiveness. We could be undermining our faith because of hardness of heart towards somebody. We could be undermining our faith because we're not walking in love. So we have to look at ourselves. Mm -hmm. And many times when the mountain doesn't move, who's the first one we look at? We look at God. Yeah. And there's something's wrong with him. <laughs> it's amazing how we can think something's wrong with God. But if somebody say, well, maybe something's wrong with you, we take it as an affront, like as if it can't possibly be anything mm -hmm. wrong with us. Mm -hmm. But we have no problem thinking something could be wrong with God. We need to, we need to turn that around and understand there's nothing wrong with God. But there could certainly be something wrong with me yes. at any given time. Yes. And I might not be, um, you know, operating in, in faith at that particular time. That's not a condemnation. That's not a put down. It's just something that could be the truth. And we have to deal with that. Um, the other thing is, one of the things Jesus said, and it's related to, to the faith issue that we just highlighted, is, is having doubt. Right. Jesus said that we believe in our heart. Right. We have to believe in our heart and shall not doubt. Right. Mm -hmm. So you see, if doubt starts to creep in and the devil loves to sow seeds of doubt into our spirit. Yes. And if doubt creeps into our heart and notice where it is right into our heart, not our head, into our heart. So that's where we got to keep the doubt out. Right. Remember how we got saved? that that we believed in our heart yes that that jesus is lord right and and we confess that he's our savior right um because our heart we believe um you know uh, and, and with our mouth we make the confession unto salvation and so it's our heart that we have to guard. The Bible says, guard our heart with all diligence, for out of it flow the issues of life. Yeah. And so we have to guard our heart against the infiltration of doubt. Because if doubt enters into our heart, right, um, now we're going to have a problem with mountain moving. Because Jesus said that we shall not doubt in his heart. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Shall not. This is not a suggestion. This is not a, you know, it's, he's not, those are strong words shall not doubt in his heart. And so if doubt is in our heart, then that's going to contaminate mountain moving faith. Because mm. Jesus said no doubt in our heart. And then we also talked about double minded and the double minded, according to James, right? Shouldn't believe they get anything from God. Right. So what is that saying? We have to be steadfast in our belief that this mountain is going to be moved. And so if it's not, 
Let's start with a self-examination, not a God examination, a self-examination and say, okay, am I where I'm supposed to be in my faith walk, in my love walk? Am I where I'm supposed to be as far as the condition of my heart being steadfast in belief and not doubting? Mm -hmm. Is my mind fixed or is it unstable going back and forth? I believe, but I don't believe. I think so, but I don't think so. You know, are we going back and forth? Um, and if we find that we are, then just with the help of the Holy Spirit, say, Lord, help me. Yeah. Right. Again, that that father of that boy had enough sense to say, I believe, but help me with my unbelief. Because he yeah. knew he had some unbelief going on, yeah. but he had enough common sense to say, help me with this. Yes. Right. Yeah. And we have to have that same kind of common sense as well. So if we feel we're in this space. Don't feel dejected and give up. Right. Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. We have someone who can help who's there to to build us up into faith champions. And so we got to say, Jesus, I need you to help me. Help me yes. mm -hmm. with my faith. Think about the disciples. They didn't give up. You know, and they say, man, John's disciples know how to pray. We don't. They didn't give up. They said, Lord, teach us how to pray. Yes, they did. Like John's disciples, teach us how to pray. Teach us how to, you know, right? The Holy Spirit is our teacher. So teach us how to walk in faith. Teach us how to evict doubt out of our heart. Teach us how to be of a single mind. Yeah. These are the kind of things we should be asking the Holy Spirit for us to do instead of denying or getting upset if somebody right. makes the suggestion. Well, maybe, maybe he has some doubt or whatever, you know, because we're not immune to those things. The devil is constantly bombarding us. Yeah. Right. And so we have to know that there may be times where we just need to be built up. And praise God that he's there to do that for us. Another thing we have to think about is this. Many times our mountain's not moving because we're not speaking to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, really speaking to it. Like out loud speaking to it. Right? You know, the way Jesus spoke to the sea. Right. The way Jesus spoke to the tree. You know what I mean? You think about how many things Jesus did through words. He didn't go into the tomb and pull Lazarus out. He right. used words. Right. Lazarus, come forth. Right? The centurion said, you don't have to come to my house. Speak the word only. Mm -hmm. Jesus healed people. He raised the dead. Um, you know, he didn't, you know, he spoke in, in, to storms. And he calmed storms with words. Mm -hmm. But he spoke them out loud. God spoke the word out loud. And he spoke the world into existence. And so we have to speak into the world too. Yes. And, you know, that's a different, that's a, that's a different kind of thing to do, mm -hmm. right? Like, you know, going around speaking to the, to weather, speaking to trees, speaking to inanimate objects. We don't really feel comfortable doing that. Right. We really don't. Um, but we do have to speak. Jesus said here that whosoever shall say to this mountain. Yeah. And in this passage, you know, it talks about saying three times. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, right, um, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so saying is important. And many times we don't speak. But here's the other thing. When it says here that that whosoever shall say to the mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast in the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things, what? 
which he saith mm-hmm. shall come to pass. That's really interesting stuff there because this is saying once we say something out of our mouth, we need to believe our own words. Yeah. Right? It says, but shall believe those things which he says. Right. <laughs> it's not even talking about believing what God says. Right. It's talking about do you believe what you said? Right. <laughs> and see, this is why. See, this whole thing about believing what you say. See, believing is one is such a powerful force because once we believe a thing, mm-hmm. that thing becomes settled in us. And yeah. we achieve the things that we believe. When you believe you're going to get a job. When you believe you're going to graduate from school. When you believe you're going to win that game. I mean, you you, you go after it. And yeah. look, are there times when that be- that belief is 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 disappointed or it's delayed? Of course. But the, m- the majority of the times, you're going to succeed in the area of your belief. Mm-hmm. And here, it says we need to believe what we're saying. Yeah. So sometimes you got to check yourself. This is why it's not an empty mountain. Get out of here. But if you don't really believe it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Right. I'm going to be a millionaire by the end of next week. But if you really don't believe that, right. it's just empty words. God is not talking about going around just saying some stuff. He said, you say it, and then you need to believe what you just said. Right. And you would be surprised how many times we may say something, but we don't believe it. Right. We have to believe our own words. Amen. We have to believe that we're going to um, get that mountain out of here. So it says that, you know, you speak to the mountain and believe in his heart that those things which he says shall come to pass. Mm-hmm. Right. We right. have to believe that we're not just mouthing some empty words, right. you know, Um and we got to check ourselves on that, you know, to see if we believe it. Because, see, if we don't believe it, the devil is certainly not going right. to believe it, right? Mm-hmm. I believe the sons of Sceva, they really didn't believe they could cast out the devil. Mm-hmm. And the devil knew it. That's why he said, who are you? Right. right? I know Jesus. I know Paul. But who are you? Mm-hmm. You're standing up here just mouthing. And, you know, you can hear when people have conviction in what they're saying. Right. You can hear it. It's, it's in their tone, it's in their body language, it's in their eyes. You can see it, you can hear it when people truly believe what it is that they're saying. Mm-hmm. And we have to believe what we say. We're not, we, just can't, we just can't say it. God is not you know, saying here in this passage of Scripture, just say some stuff. Okay. Um, another thing we have to keep in mind, and this is, this is also a, a touchy area for some, but we have to acknowledge the importance of identifying and getting rid of sin in our lives. We have to. Amen? Um, You know, Hebrews 12 and 1, right, said that we are to lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily besets us, right? So before it starts talking about looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, it tells us that we need to lay aside every weight, right? The Amplified Version says that we are to strip off and throw aside every encumbrance. An encumbrance is something that holds us back. Right. Mm-hmm. Every unnecessary weight and that sin which so readily 
deftly and cleverly clings to and entangles us. See, that's the thing. If we want to be able to move forward and, and move in the power of God, we can't be tangled up in sin. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's a funny thing how in church, and church is about, you know, God and the holiness of God. And yet people don't really want to talk about sin. Yeah. We don't really want to talk about sin. You know, preacher come up and say, okay, today we're going to talk about getting sin out of our life. People go, oh, man, I shouldn't have came this week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear God says, be ye holy for I am holy. Right. Nope. That's the word. That's as much of the word as anything else that you're standing on. Mm -hmm. right? We stand on prosperity scriptures, but why don't we stand on the scriptures that say, be ye holy for I am holy. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. um, you know, getting sin out of our life is important because sin entangles us. It ensnares us. It trips us up. Yeah. It keeps us from making progress and it strips us of power. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so how are we going to move mountains if we're stripped of power because of sin that is so easily besetting us? We have to face that. And again, this is not to put anybody down and make anybody feel bad, but we have to make honest assessments. Yes. Moving mountains is not some light thing, right? It's an amazing thing to do. So why do we think that we can do it, but I just want to do it? No, there's some things that are required of mm -hmm. us. You know, if you want to do great things, you know, to whom much is given, what? Much, much is required. required. And so if God is going to give us and allow us to operate in this awesome power to move mountains, then much is going to be required yes, of us. Yes. Amen. And so let's rise up to the challenge instead of kicking against the prick. Amen. Um, you know, let's, you know, realize that we can't continue to just, you know, let that sin so easily entangle us. You know, you think about David, you know, when he when he sinned with Bathsheba. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, God told Nathan, the prophet, this son the, who was born of Bathsheba will surely die. Right. And what did David do? David spent a whole bunch of time praying and fasting. He wouldn't eat. Yeah. Right. Even his servants were concerned about him. Man, he's not eating for a long time. And then, you know. The, the the child died and David got up, took a shower, got dressed and started eating. And the servant said, what in the world? While his while the son was alive, he's fasting and everything. Right. And now he's dead. He's eating and he's everything else. And David said, what can I do now? Right. Can't do he said, he's dead. Mm -hmm. And maybe God will allow me to see him another day. Um, but the thing was, is that that, you know, there was a consequence for that sin. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not saying that the consequence is always that severe. But we need to understand there's consequence. And part of that consequence is, you know, we're stripped of power, we're right. entangled, and, and, and it's going to affect uh, us being able to move mountains. Um, the other thing um, that we need to keep in mind is that sometimes, and this is a tough one, because we, we get, you know, well, why should I pray? Because God's will is in play here too. God is still sovereign. Mm -hmm. And there's still things about what God is doing in our lives we just don't know. It's above our pay grade. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus promised that there are some things that we will know hereafter. What does that mean? That there are some things that we don't know right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just that's the case. I mean, mm -hmm. there are some things that God is doing that we don't truly understand right now. Right. And, you know, we want that mountain. And when do we want it gone? I know many of us, what, 
we want it gone today, right? We say now faith is. So I'm going to release my faith now. And I want that mountain removed when? Right now. now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not saying that can't happen. But if God says not yet, then guess what? That mountain's not moving yet. Right. Right. You know, um, you know, and so God's will. The, the Bible says to us in First John chapter 5, right? When we pray according to his will, he hears us. Right. And when we know he hears us, we know we have the petitions that we desired of him. So his will is God's will is important. Yeah. Jesus said, take this cup from me. Nevertheless, yes. not my will, but your will be done. He knew it was not just what I want. Right. Can we be honest that sometimes we get focused on what we want? Yeah. Right. I mean, we just want, you know, Lord, get this out. Right. Um, get this away from me. Like Paul. Paul paid three, uh, prayed three times for this thorn to be taken out of his flesh, right? Yeah. And God, you know, introduced him to something called sufficient grace. Yes. Right? <laughs> now, that's not what many of us want to hear, right. right? God, get this mountain out of my life. My grace is sufficient for you. <laughs> we don't, we don't want We don't want sufficient grace. We want mountains removed. Right. But, you know, again, why did God put that... In the Bible, why did he let us know that there's such a thing called sufficient grace? Because there's going to be times when we're praying and moving and and saying, mountain, get out of here. And we're praying and fasting and doing those things. And God's going to say, my grace is sufficient. Mm -hmm. Right. We have to leave room for the sovereignty of God. And when I say that, it's not because we're actually letting God do something. It's just that you can stop banging your head up against the wall. Right. right? Mm -hmm. That. You know, and does that is that something that someone wants to hear? No, because we want our way. Right. We really do. We want our will to be done, mm-hmm. right? We want our lives to be the way we want them to be, and we want things to happen when we want them to happen, the way we want them to happen, right? Mm-hmm. We, our will is important to us because right. mm-hmm. when you know, think about you know, if people don't do what we want, many times we get mad at them, right. as if what we want is right. <laughs> right? so much so you don't do what i want i'm mad at you right mm-hmm. well how, since when did our will become the, the all in all right it's not and especially not when it comes to god we have to acknowledge that god's will is sovereign to ours is superior to ours mm-hmm. and we have to always remember that there are times where we may have to say nevertheless not our will but your will be done and again, this is just to help us a little bit to understand that there's sometimes you're going to be praying to that mountain because some people have been praying for mountains for a long time and yeah. nothing has moved. Yeah. And so these are just things to look at and to examine. Is it is it a, a faith issue? Mm-hmm. Is it a, a failure to speak issue? Maybe you were speaking to the mountain, but you stopped. Yeah. Right? Is it a not believing your own words issue? Mm-hmm. Is it a sin issue? Is it the issue that God's will is not for that mountain to move? Mm. Or is it an issue that God has something better for you and you just haven't received it yet? Mm. You think about it. Mary and Martha wanted Jesus to come to see about Lazarus. Right. Because he was sick. He wasn't dead. He was sick. And Jesus stayed after getting the message. He stayed where he was for two days. 
Then he came another day's journey. So it was four days later. Now, Lazarus died on the same day Mm -hmm. because he was dead four days by the time Jesus got there. But what did both Mary and Martha say to Jesus? Had you been here, right, our brother would not have died. Right? That's what they said. So what did they want? They wanted Jesus to be there in order to heal their sick brother. Right. And certainly their brother was sick. They loved their brother. And if Jesus had come to heal their sick brother Lazarus, they would have been happy about that. Mm-hmm. But God has something better for them. Right. He brought back Lazarus from the dead. Right. And in the process, more glory was given unto God, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is something we have to keep in mind as well about the, the mountains being moved. But but he, he actually has something better for them than what they wanted. They just wanted him to be healed. He, he made Lazarus whole. Amen. He, he raised him up from the dead. And so, you know, um, this is important that when, when, so that we don't get discouraged. Because we can get discouraged that the mountain's not moving mm-hmm. and maybe realize that God said, let that mountain stay there, but look over here, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. That there may be something better that God is working on. You know, and you say, I don't know about that. What do you mean you don't know about that? What does it say? He does what? Exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask a thing. So there are times when God exceeds what we're asking for, right? right? Mm -hmm. And he's looking to do something better for us. We have to remember, God said, your ways are not my ways. Neither are your thoughts my thoughts. God is, you know, he, he's on a higher plane than us. Yeah. Amen. And praise be unto God. There are times when he's looking to do something better for us than what we're looking uh, ourselves. So now a couple of other things to keep in mind, but this is now of a different character. And this is something that we should continue to do as we're speaking to our mountains and maybe it hasn't moved right away. And one of the things we need to remember is the importance of persistence, right? Mm -hmm. We need to be persistent. We need to keep praying, right? We need to keep praying. Mm -hmm. Um, In in, in Luke chapter 18, Jesus told the story about the widow and the unjust judge. You remember that story where she wanted to be avenged of, you know, her creditors or her enemies or whoever it was. And and the unjust judge didn't want to be bothered with her. And he said, man, after a while, he said, he said this woman is wearing me out. Yeah. And so what did he do? He avenged her. And yeah. Jesus said, how much the more? If this unjust judge, mm-hmm. because of her persistence, you know, eventually moved and avenged her, how much more would your father, right, yeah. avenge you? Mm-hmm. But it's persistence. Don't give up is the point, right? right? Mm-hmm. When, when, when you know, we're faced with the mountain not moving, be persistent. Yeah. Be persistent. You know, and I know that that's hard. It's easier said than done, but it's so vital. Keep at it. Yes. Be persistent. Keep talking to that mountain. Even if people say, you know, or you even feel that you're being silly, mm-hmm. but be persistent. You know that sometimes faith looks funny. Yeah. Amen. Uh, Jacob was a man of faith and he walked funny, right? Mm-hmm. Faith sometimes looks funny. You know, right? speaking to fig trees and things like that. It looks funny. 
but but don't worry about how it looks. Yeah. Amen. You keep operating in, in, in faith. I'd rather look funny than look familiar yeah. and have no power. Let me, let me look funny and have power while everybody else looks familiar and has no power. Amen. Amen. I'm fine with that. So look funny. Amen. But keep at it. Amen. Keep speaking to the tree. Remember about the, Jesus told a story about the man who had a guest come unexpectedly. This was in Luke chapter 11. Mm -hmm. uh, he had a guest come unexpectedly. And he said, listen, he says, I had a guest come. I don't have any food in my house. Give me three loaves of bread. And his friend said to him, go away. I'm in bed with my children. Yeah. You know, that's mm -hmm. it. You know, go away. And they said, even though that man would not respond to his friend, because of their relationship, yet for his importunity. Right. And that, that word importunity means his shameless persistence. Mm -hmm. Shameless. In other words, he had no shame. I'll stay here all night until yeah. you come down here. But people are watching you. I have no shame. They can watch me. They can photograph me. They can put me on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and everywhere else. Yeah. I have. I'm, I'm, I got shameless persistence. Yeah. And he said, but for his importunity, his shameless persistence, he'll give him what he asked for. Yeah. And then after that, Jesus said, "Ask and you shall receive. Mm -hmm. Seek and you shall find. Yeah. Knock and it shall be opened to you." Amplified version says, "Keep on asking. Yeah. Keep on seeking." Keep on knocking. It's talking about persistence. Mm -hmm. And so if the mountain doesn't move, let's remember part of our prayer life, part of being prayer warriors, part of seeing things happen is being persistent. Right. Um, the other thing, you know, when the mountain's not moving the way we wanted to or when we wanted to is keep trusting God. You know, uh, you know, we should we trust. What does it say? Trust in the Lord. What? With all your heart. Amen. We, we have to have total trust in God. And trust meaning having this absolute confidence that God will not fail you. Amen. Um, no matter what it looks like, right? You know, I will trust the Lord. Amen. Mm -hmm. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. See, that trust is saying no matter what happens to me, I'm going to have confidence that God is not going to fail me. Yeah. Amen. So we have to continue to trust in God, um, you know, when that mountain or those mountains aren't moving. You know, I know you said it, Lord. I trust your word. Amen. We talked about the faithfulness of God on Sunday, right? God's not a man that he should lie. Impossible for him to lie, right? He cannot lie. So if he said it, he'll do it. If he spoke it, he'll bring it to pass. I trust you, God, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the Bible says that he will keep him in perfect peace whose heart is stayed on him because he trusts in him. Yes. So when you trust in God, he'll keep your mind in perfect peace, that peace that passes all understanding, yes. that in the midst of a situation where everything in the natural says you should be worried and fretful and all that, you'll have a perfect peace because you're trusting in yes. God. And when you're peaceful, you're mm -hmm. still and you're at rest, and now you can know that he's God. Yeah. Be still and know that I am God. See, the devil wants us to get frantic and all that mm -hmm. stuff. And God wants us to be at peace. He wants us to have a stillness and a tranquility of spirit so that we can hear him when he speaks in that still, small voice. Yeah. So keep trusting God. Amen. Let him keep you in peace. Amen. Um, two, two things, two last things, and then we'll close is, you know, we ask God to open our eyes. And that's, and that's really for saying, ask us for, you know, we're asking for revelation. 
Mm-hmm. Remember how Elisha with his servant, we talked about this story a, f- a few times recently, where um, the Syrian army was surrounding them, and, and, and Elisha said, God opened his eyes yes. that he might yes. see. Yes. See, opened eyes are, are eyes that now have received revelation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you, things have been revealed unto you. And so if I'm praying for, for a mountain to be removed and it's not moving, Oh, Lord, open my eyes that I might see. Yeah. Why isn't this mountain moving? And maybe he's going to reveal things. And maybe he'll reveal some of the things that we talked right. about. Maybe he'll say, you know what, Jeff? You really, you know, you got some doubt in your heart about this. Right. You know what? You're not really believing your own words. You know what? Mm-hmm. You know what? You, you got some sin that's entangling your life right now. Right. You, know, you know, I mean, right? He may reveal or he may reveal his will. I got sufficient grace or I got something better. It's over here. Right. Leave that mountain alone. <laughs> I got something so great for you. That mountain's going to seem like nothing if you go over here and get this. Right. Right? So, you know, some ask for open eyes. Ask for revelation. Revelation is always a good thing to ask for. Amen? There's some things that are always good to ask for. God said, ask for wisdom. He'll give it to you in abundance. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, we want money. <laughs> Forget money. You got money and no wisdom, you'll be broke soon. Yes, you will. Okay? <laughs> so, wisdom is good. Mm-hmm. Revelation is good. Peace is good. Strength is good. You know, those type of things. But ask God for open eyes. Amen. Ask God for open eyes. Um, Last thing I'm going to say is this. And this is is another thing that is a... a, uh, It's a strong foundation for every believer. And that is, stay in the spirit of thanks. Right. In other words, stay thankful. Be thankful. Right. Even when the mountain hasn't moved. It's like, what am I should be thankful for? God hasn't moved the mountain. Because thankfulness is, I'm telling you, it's 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 a thankful spirit and a thankful heart all leaves you open to receive from God at any moment. At any moment when you're thankful. But see, when you start shutting down and getting to unthankfulness and bitterness and resentment and all things, those things are, right? God tells us to avoid bitterness. Yes. He calls it a poisonous root. Amen. And, and but, but if we remain thankful, we remain open to receive from God at any minute, any moment. Amen. God tells us in, you know, in 1 Thessalonians, he says, in all things that we are to give thanks. Yes. In Ephesians 5 and 20 actually says we should give thanks for all things. Yes. Right. Um, so he said, well, I should be thankful that my mountain hasn't moved. It's not that so much you're thankful that your mountain hasn't moved, but even though it hasn't moved yet, yeah. <laughs> you right. know, you still have things to be thankful for because God is on your side. Yeah. And if you're really believing that your mountain's going to move because you believe your words, you have, you know, you believe in your heart, no doubt, all the rest of that thing, you keep speaking and everything else, um, then you can have the kind of confidence to go, I'm still going to speak, and I'm yes. thankful right now, even though it doesn't move. Because, see, if the only time we can be thankful is when what we want is now in our hands, we're like spoiled children. Yes. Unless I have in my hands what I want, I'm dissatisfied. Right. That's not the way people of God should be. We should be thankful. Right. We should be thankful people. You know, um, you know, uh, at all times. Amen. The last thing on this point that I will say is this. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Mm-hmm. When, you know, King Nebuchadnezzar made this golden, you know, figure and said, everybody has to worship it. And, and they were in Babylon in captivity. 
And these three Hebrew boys said, we're not worshiping that. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they knew that the, that the penalty was being thrown in a fiery furnace. And they said, we're not worshiping that image. Mm-hmm. They said, the God whom we serve yeah. will save us from this fiery furnace, O Nebuchadnezzar. And then they said, and even if he doesn't, right. we still are not going to bow down to that image. Yeah. See, see that that's a powerful thing. And even if he doesn't, I'm still going to worship God. Yeah. Even if he doesn't, I'm mm-hmm. still going to praise God. Even if he doesn't, I'm still going to thank God. See, that leads us to, you know, now we get into the midst of some stuff. And now there's a fourth man walking around with us who looks like the son of God. Yeah. Amen. And see, that, that's the kind of thing that brings God on the scene. Yeah. That kind of... I'm still thankful. I'm still worship, worshipful. Amen. I'm still praising you, even if he doesn't. Right. How many of us have that in our spirit? Even if he doesn't, mm-hmm. I'm still going to live for God, praise God, worship God, and honor God. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. And so here's the thing. We, and, and if we could wrap this up in, 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 in a brief sentence or two, what happens when your mountain don't move is what? Don't despair, mm-hmm. right? Don't despair, right? There may be some things that we have to check within ourselves to see if we need to make some changes or adjustments okay. as we talked about. Mm-hmm. And as we're doing that, there's some other things that we should keep doing. Keep praying, keep trusting, keep asking for revelation and remain thankful, mm-hmm. right? Because those things will keep us in the right position in a heart attitude Mm -hmm. in order to stay open to God, to receive from him everything that he has for us to get that mountain out of our life, right? Everything doesn't have, there's some mountains that are stronger than others, amen? Amen. We might have moved some other mountains that, you know, hey, they weren't as deeply rooted in our lives, but there's some other ones that, right, you know, that, that may take a little bit more anointing and power and so we shouldn't get into despair. Amen? Amen. And so this is part of building up our faith. And here's the other thing. Last thing I'm going to say. We got to keep in mind too. Resistance always makes us stronger. Yeah. If we put up resistance to the resistance. In other words, we got we to gotta resist the resistance. Right. Right? And we'll get stronger. We give in to the resistance. We simply become overcome. Mm-hmm. But if we resist the resistance... Right, the devil. The Bible tells us to resist the devil, and he'll flee. Yeah. He's resisting us. We got to resist them back. So right. we have to resist the resistance, and then we get stronger in our faith. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord tonight. Well, glory to God. Amen. Um, God is good, and so we want to praise Him at all times. Amen. Let's pray tonight. Amen. And we thank God for. The word he's given us. Father, we bless your name. Glory to God. We just thank you, God, for everything that you are, everything that you're doing in our lives, and everything that you shall do. Continue to work on us. Continue to build us up in in our faith. And Father God, continue to strengthen us from the top of our heads to the sole of our feet. Father, I pray now that you will offer encouragement to someone tonight who needs it, Father. They need a word of encouragement to help them to continue on. They feel like giving up. Father, give them that word that they need to let them know that, God, 
it's not over until you say so and you have not yet spoken and so father let them continue to walk with you by faith holding on to your unchanging hand and father we're we're believing that you will lead them in the paths of righteousness you will lead them beside the still waters that you will restore their souls and so father we thank you for it in the name of jesus father god just bless us now with your presence for the rest of this night as you continue to minister this word unto us and father we thank you that we are being built up in our faith and that we are strong in the lord and in the power of your might yes and for that we give you praise and we give you thanks in jesus name 